Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the right of me is my man. Uh, you know what that means. Cappuccino. Cappuccino meets. Meets. Yeah. How are to you, my friend? Right, to the right of you. To the right. Yeah. I'm your to your right. left. I'm to your left. Your right. My right. Yeah. <laughs> I write with this hand, I think. I don't know. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good, man. Uh, uh, to the right of you means only yeah, one thing. We have some in-studio guests. We in the studio. Wow. With, with people. It's always a special treat. It's always oh, yeah. a special, special treat. Yeah, man. So, um, I, you know, this is kind of an interesting night. So, uh, you know, prior to this interview, we interviewed Razkaz. No doubt. Um, in these interviews, I, I have no idea what sequence they're going to drop in. Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of already talked about what's happened over the past three days. So we're kind of spent from a topic standpoint. Other than that, Rask has interview was crazy. Oh, that was crazy. A lot so, of information on that. Yeah. So. so if if you if it's already aired, go back and listen to it. If it hasn't aired, be on the lookout for it. How right. about that? Yeah. That works All right. For cool. Me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good and I should. One right thing there. that we did not talk about. What's up? on the show is how you have just you continue to impress me with your collar game. Uh, last this past Sunday and this Sunday, you have a collar on. Hey, look, man. What I, is going on? I do. I do. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, I still work in corporate America. Okay, okay. So every now and then, I had to pull these out. You know, no, I'm with it. I'm I mean, with it. I'm but, just, I'm, I'm impressed. But anybody didn't bother that, to change, to, you know, change into something else before he came nah, out. Here? It's, it's, it's been a long day. You know, the the days get longer and longer <laughs> as they go by. But anybody that knows me know that I am the consummate thug in my workplace. So <laughs> yes, you this are. Is, this is just an off day. I got, yes, I are. got hoodies in the dry and sweatshirts with. With gang, so the listeners really know. Let, let, actually, this this is really great. We didn't talk about this What's before up? the Razkaz interview interview either. I get a text from this man about one forty five today. He's like, "Hold on, uh, verbatim." Oh shit! Can, can can we talk about this? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, all right, let's I, see. It's here. already I, we're, done. We're gonna we're gonna rattle this off. I mean, put, this is put why your, I fuck with my man Meeks. Put here. your brother on blast for man. for a number of reasons. We're not putting you on blast. I'm just talking. Nah, you, that's you, that's you, blast you, right you here. Said, you said you said nah, this blast. Out you were at work. This blast. Right One forty four p.m. today. This yeah. is an unsolicited. This is this wasn't like, hey Meeks, what's going? You know, what's going on? What's good? No, nah, I just wanted what's you going to know. on. Yeah, you just wanted me to know. Yeah. So I just get a text out of nowhere today. Ain't nothing like drinking cold beer in your office at 1.44 p.m. <laughs> And then you show up tonight, and you said not only was it a cold beer, it was six of them. Yeah, I went through the pack. <laughs> I went through the pack on the clock, Playboy. You know how we do it, I right? do. I do, actually. There's, That's because we got a CVS uh, real close by my job. Man, I, I found a liquor store by my job, too, so oh, it's about do to that. get real. Don't empty. do that. Don't do that. You know, I like that brown. We good. <laughs> Anyway, hey man, I'm very, right I'm very efficient, man. I work smart, not hard, man. <laughs> there, you so go, I, there you go. I have time to do these things. <laughs> it's all good, man. I know what I'm all doing. Right. I'm all the way grown. Uh, you know, what all, I'm the, about? all the way grown. All the way grown. Whether you want to be or not, I have to be. <laughs> exactly, I have to be. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's let's reel it back in a little bit before yeah. we get into business. 
Um, let, let's uh, let's just kind of set the record straight around. You know what's going on here. This is Southern Vanguard Radio. Absolutely. Uh, generally, we try to drop twice a week. So on Tuesdays, you know, about a ninety-minute mix show, mm-hmm. all new joints, cut up, sliced up. Minx and I popping shit. We're usually drinking uh, some good beer and some good bourbon. And then on Thursdays, we ha- we have an interview session. So it could be an MC, could be a DJ, a producer, someone behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, again, you know, kind of more of the same fuckery. We're obviously drinking and having a good time, but you know, um, you know, getting some really good stories out of folks. So no doubt, make sure you tune in every Tuesday, every Thursday, SoundCloud, iTunes podcast, Mixcloud and Stitcher radio. And All we have right. some affiliates too, right? Meeks? Yes. ATLhiphop.com. Uh, returning to boom bap WRBB right here in Atlanta. Soul public radio out on the West coast. And I am classic. RawRadio.net right here in Atlanta. And there you go. Yeah. And so with that. Yeah. So th- this kind of happened, uh, you know, in an interesting fashion. We had uh, Raskaz kind of, you know, pop up on our radar and mm-hmm. he had some availability. Yep. And uh, we got this, you know, kind of locked down to record on a Wednesday night. And then the day or two before the interview, I get a note on Instagram saying, hey, you know, I'm going to be in the A Wednesday through Sunday. You know, what's going on? And I said, well, you know, look, we're recording Wednesday, you know, come through. Mm-hmm. So we're knocking out two interviews in one night. Yeah. So our second interview for today is Dynas with the incredible DJ Classic as well, man. We got a kind of the two for one special here tonight. It's popping so, on a Wednesday yeah. night, son. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> fellas, seriously, th- thank you guys for, uh, for, for coming through tonight. Thank you yeah, for being man. patient. Thank you for having us. So, that's good. Thank you for having us, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, so so what's going on, guys? You guys are in town, uh, working on some new music. What's the deal? Yeah, basically, uh, I have a project I'm working on currently. It's called Eye Level. So I'm just okay. in town working with the homies, like uh, my man Illustrate, Tony Galvin, a couple other heads. You know, we're just yeah. getting it in. Illa, yeah. what up? Yeah, absolutely. Word. So we're just working. So you, you guys, uh, uh, Dinesh, you mentioned that ATL is kind of like a second home to you. Why is that? Indeed. I mean, I, I love it up here. You know what I'm saying? The... Um, the, the 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 makeup of the people, you know what I'm saying. The music scene out here is it's love, comparison to where I'm at. You know right. what I'm saying. So it's a it's a, a great vibe up here, and I just love the vibrancy of the city. You know what okay. I'm saying. I appreciate it. Yeah. And plus the homes are mad cheap, so I'm thinking about buying some up. Here. Okay. All right. Get well, in now. All right. Trying. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic. What about you? Was the last time you've been up here, man? Uh, a couple like eight months ago, right? I came up yeah. with you. Yeah. My okay. first time up here was like in the late nineties. Used to come up here or just do some opening shows for Tony Touch. I don't oh, know yeah? if the A's, the atrium still open. It is, uh, but not like it used to be. Well, back, I remember it, yeah. back there we did a couple of some other spots. I can't remember yeah. some after hour spots where you know okay. used to come up here and spend a lot. Okay. Yeah, the but atrium yeah, like, is more more like a private event facility oh, now. Okay. It's not like it used to. I remember they used to have a Spotlights in the sky yeah, and all popping, that. When yeah. They, yeah, it was it was really crazy so up there. Back them days, you yeah. used to come through and, okay. and do a little something. That's know? what's up. Yeah, yeah. Word. So, um, so we've been playing a number of joints, I guess, over the past two years since the podcast started. Mm-hmm. We we were we were kind of talking about them earlier. Word. Um, but th- those were pretty much kind of singles. You know, what, what were you were you heading down a, a, a to an album? Yeah, like what was? I mean, the truth about it is, um, my my timeline of putting out music varies. Um, okay. I, I put out, uh, I was a part of the Raucous 50 back in 2007. Mm-hmm. I right. put out an 
album at that time called Me, Myself, and Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2009, I did The Apartment with BBE. Right. Uh, and thereafter, with the label that I'm currently situated with, which is called AVX, mm-hmm. I dropped in 2015 The Big and Tall, which was exclusively produced by my man Tony Galvin. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know, I mean, basically, I think you've been playing joints, like the Slick Rick joint is off of, you know, right. the Absolutely. Big and Tall. So, yeah, I think y'all been playing that and a couple other gems that were scattered records. But, yeah, I've been, right. I put out music sporadically, you know what I'm saying? I live life and then I, Write about the life, you know what I mean? Right. And then okay. I put it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've heard uh, EFN uh, talk about um, real hip-hop in Miami mm-hmm. and its place right. in the history of Miami music. Um, how, do, how do you thrive as an artist in Miami doing the caliber <laughs> of music that you do? Oh, that's a good question. It, yeah, it's a great question, actually. It's, it's hard from the standpoint that there is support amongst those that actually do the craft. Yeah. Uh, and there's a segment of the population that does feel what we do and they come out to our events and they they, they support us. Okay. Um, there are a couple of people that are spearheading um, the promotions out there. My man DJ Heron does a really good job of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, EFN is always involved in a lot of events. DJ Epps, a bunch of people, yeah. classic uh, himself as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these guys, they put on shows and we do them. But uh, the thing about it is, you know, it's it's a small pond, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, and there's some big fish. Like Mayday, who's right now is doing really well for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you, then you have like the other side of the track, like Kodak Black is doing his thing, Denzel Curry. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you know, in terms of the real hip hop, like you know what you're talking about. Not to say what they don't do is you know real hip hop, but what we do is that, that traditional. Feel good. Uh, yeah. That feel good. Yeah. It's really me, and there's a, there's some heads behind me that's doing their thing. But, okay. We survive because I survive primarily because all my connections are not necessarily in Miami. I work with people around the world, so yeah. it affords me the ability to continue to do it. Though you got on a sweatshirt, a hoodie I haven't seen. Yeah, I bugged out when he walked in. That that year you got on that yeah. joint. That's that's ill I right there. Released a record on ABB. That's that's right. Why Benny B gave me this. Is one of the that's dope. The great things he gave me. A lot of advice as well. Yo, yeah. from 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 being on, you know, Beyond Real with the Spinners label and, right. and BBE, uh, also ABB. Mm-hmm. How uh, all of this was coming from you doing your work and doing what you do in Miami. You were able to, yeah. I mean, with with Spinner at Beyond Real, which is where really my start began. Okay. Um, I was um, working on a record. Um, and got picked up by RCA at okay. the time. Spinner was one of the producers that I was supposed to be working with at that time. Okay. Like we were pre- we were giving out the beat tapes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He met me up at actually uh, in Manhattan at wherever RCA was at that time, BMG rather, their building. And he brought me uh, my first beat tape from him, and we created a relationship. Everything fizzled out. We RCA didn't go through, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Things I got dropped, so to speak. My A&R, who uh, Chris Springle died recently, RIP, brother. Oh, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. He, uh, you know what I'm saying? He believed in me, but, you know, things didn't work out. So with that being said, uh, you know, Spinner, Krim, who's on in Jig Masters, and yeah. like the rest, Russell Johnson, George Little John, they whole crew kind of locked me in the office uh, in their studio one day and was like, yo, what you doing? Yeah. Who you recording for? Like, you got to get with us. And that's how it started. Uh-huh. Okay. Jot hey, Max, too? He around? Yeah, Jot Max wasn't around. He was in okay. KC at the time. But right. uh, honestly, out of everybody that was on Beyond Real, 
Basement Chemist is my favorite group. Oh, and yeah. Jock knows that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of his. So um, that's a bad man right there. That's a bad man. Yes, right sir. Man. And you know the thing about the brother is that he's a humble soul. I yeah. appreciate that about him. So I got on the ABB later on. I, I mean, I went through Land Speed. I went through Fat Beats. I went through so many people. It was just me continually working with qualified producers, yeah. putting out good music, and just just showing them to some of the labels. And they were like, "Yo, get let me get that." Yeah. And you know, same thing happened with ABB. You know, I shopped it to Benny. Benny, you know, Benny Benny B was a, a good supporter, a big mm-hmm. supporter. Of mine, and you know, he put out a record on me, and he took a chance, and I appreciate that. Okay. And then you know, BBE happened. Uh, I went back to New York. I wasn't going to do music for a minute, uh, and Spinner was like, "Yo, you know, the records we was doing at the time." He's like, "Yo, shit is hot. Like, yo, what are we going to do with it?" Oh. So he was like, "Yo, I think I think you should go to BBE with this." So you know, we got in contact with Peter, and you know, he was the rest was history. He really felt it, um, and we made it happen. Unfortunately, okay. you know, I didn't like the direction of how the record sold and, okay. and how it was promoted and stuff so mm. you know i kind of broke camp that's okay. usually how i am if i don't feel the vibe i leave so gotcha that's and why classic I'm- going back to miami man do you do you have to keep that bass music mix in your back pocket man for for different situations yeah man. well you know bass music is is the foundation of miami okay i grew up, I grew up on the booty music yeah. which i love you know <laughs> official but the thing now, Miami's become a melting pot, man. Big time. You know, yeah. everything. Yeah. It's like I could go in a club and I'll play a whole range of music from okay. rock to top 40. That's what's reggae, up. Reggae. You know, anything okay. that'll make you dance is good music. You could do it. That's what's up. The, the one issue is the culture, as far as what we do, mm-hmm. it's a little difficult, you know? Yeah. Because people want to go over there and party. It's like, it's like Vegas. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, it is so a we're party, right now, party so, spot. Yeah. So one thing I noticed about us, for us to get inspiration, stuff like that, we got to travel. We got to get out of Miami. Get out of Miami. And then come back and get creative gotcha. and, and boom, you know? Sounds yeah, that's, that's kind of what, about, what, what I was assuming. I didn't know if that was the case. But yeah, I, no, that's I'm, exactly what My guess to... is you guys get out of town to, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a very transient city. Right, I mean, right, trust right. me, there's not anybody that's there. There's very few people that, that do music that you like. They originally, like Chris, Chris Classic, rather, is one of the only cats I know. That's like, yo, he's from Miami, born and bred. Everybody else is a transplant. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, so how'd y'all meet? Or what? How did we meet? Mid-80s, late-80s. Oh, wow. No, late-80s, right? Late-80s? Very late-80s. Really? Late-80s. Yeah. Yeah, so we you were, you were, we were, you were in Miami for uh, yeah. like early. Yeah. We he was kids. in a crew called Black Forest. Yeah. Mm. That's when society was out also. Yeah. Funky bastards. So we were doing uh-huh. uh, talent shows in um, the staple of DJs that we had, Chris... All right, then classic. I'm sorry. Classic. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's my homie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so I speak yeah. to him like right, right. Yeah, yeah. But my man Classic, he was um he was one of the staple DJs. And my my fascination with the way he did his thing was that he he DJs using the lobster technique, I think it's the hamster. Hamster technique. Oh, yeah. Okay. Backwards. Where yeah. I gotta use the wrong animal there, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so he like, you know, he does everything backwards and I was amazed by that. And then he he really he's dope. You know, he mixes he's like to me, nobody blends like like classic. So All I was right. like very impressed by that. All Girl. Right. Or- yeah, how'd, you, how'd you get wrapped up with Tony Touch and, and, and all that class? You mentioned him earlier. Well, back in the days, you know, Universal Zulu Nation, stuff yeah. like that. Okay. You know, and the, the whole congregation with Latinos and stuff like that, you know, used to go gotcha. more, connect with him, you know. So. Gotcha. You guys so, had a chapter in uh, Miami, too? Yeah. Or was yeah. there a Zulu yeah, Nation? Yeah, brother, brother Omar Islam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, What's the status? Yeah. yeah. What's the status on that chapter? Oh, it's it's really dead right now. It's, yeah. They're trying to bring it back alive. You know, there's a couple of brothers that, that continue to... You okay. know, keep it strong. Shout yeah. out my man Angel. 
Don't yeah, die. definitely right. Angel. Yeah, my okay. brother Angel, Zulu oh Angel. Yeah, that Atlanta Angel. chapter just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know the whole. It's it's a sad thing. I mean, to be honest with you, it's funny because I did a record called Old the Bam. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, you know he was influential on not only on the culture from the standpoint of New York, but it touched everywhere. You know what I'm saying? What he Worldwide, stood for in man. terms yeah. of peace, unity, and having fun. Yeah. That's what oh, yeah. hip hop was built on the foundation. Absolutely. He was a strong part of that. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't condone whatever behavior has allegedly be done or been done. I'm not sure because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not there or part of that. Right. But I, I really feel like he uh, he's like on the route Mount Rushmore of hip hop. Him, Cool Herc. Um, you know what I'm saying? And Flash, amongst others, should be up there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they shoot off his nose like they do this, they do the Sphinx in, in, you know <laughs> in Egypt. I don't know, but I'm saying like I still I still respect Zulu based on his accomplishments and That's based so. on what they stand for. Yeah, I don't think you can ever really front on it. No, uh, it's unfortunate, but very it is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, so what? How did you end up in? Uh, in South Florida, in Miami? That's a good question. Um, I was in New York doing crazy things when I was in my youth. Okay. And uh, my mother... my what sister, borough? Queens. Ah. From Queens. Okay. And my sister and uh, my sister moved down originally. My mom followed suit and was like, yo, you got one choice. You got two choices. You either coming with us or you're going to be disowned and on your own and back then you know I had my big boy pants on but I had no belt buckle on so mm. uh, so I, I knew I wouldn't last long yeah, my dad important. was like you know he was in and out of my life so it was like yo you know I had to go down to South Florida okay. started in Sunrise eventually went to Miami and then back up to Sunrise which is in Broward County Right. Shout out Broward, but um, yeah, that's 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 why I'm there. I'm there. You were you, you were obviously in in New York uh, long enough to be influenced. Heavily, of course, right? I'm a Knicks yeah. fan, Jets fan, Yankees fan. Straight up, <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck with nothing from Miami <laughs> except except for hey, the Marlins. Hey, hey, hey watch hey, your mouth, hey, Except for the Marlins. Hold except up, for the hey, Marlins. <laughs> you see how classy defended his home turf? You see that? Yeah, it's my adopted home though, because I, I I I like, like I said, I got yeah. I became a man there. Hey, so I'm. I'm the same way. I don't claim nothing Atlanta, man. I still got Tennessee tags and license. Okay. So I understand. Go. There you go. And especially how they blew that, that blew that 25 point lead in the Super Bowl. I couldn't believe I that never shit. Never get behind no Let me tell you something, man. I'm like, like, what the hell happened? Heartless. They made Belichick look like a motherfucking <laughs> genius, man. Yeah, I'm like, did. what the hell, it's bro? Heartless, shame. man. Oh man. Well, so let's, let's get off of that because yeah, I don't, I don't get them no energy, man. All right, Falcons. <laughs> The Falcons, there you go. The Falcons. Meeks is one of the few people in the in the Atlanta metro area that still had no faith in these motherfuckers. And even at halftime, I texted this guy. I'm like, "What do you think, man?" He's like, "Not a not chance." A chance. <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel you. I, I've I t- been here since '89. I thought, to be I've honest with you, the two the two World Series titles that we yeah, had right. are special because. <laughs> They'll probably not get two more in my lifetime. You know right. what I'm saying? But the Hawks and the Falcons? Yeah, I know. Nah, Hey, bro. let me tell you, when they when they got pushed back and he got sacked, I think he got sacked, mm-hmm. pushed him out of yeah. field goal range. Yeah, yeah, that I said, that's it. the game. I told my, yeah, that I, told was my it. I, yeah. I looked around at my woman. I said, yo, that's the game. That right was there. it. That's that was game. it right there. You called that. Yeah, you called that. So so how'd you how'd you get into uh how'd you get into hip hop, Dinas? Like what 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 um I guess what inspired you to I guess contribute, uh, be, be something more than just you know, kind of a fan of it. 
Um, I mean, I, I originally, I was always write poetry. You know what I'm saying? I was always a good student in terms of English. Um, so yeah. I, I loved poetry and it was, you know, I read, I used to read a lot. Langston Hughes was my favorite poet for a very long Girl. time. I know everybody says that, but he really was mine. The Dream Deferred is like, you know, one of my favorite poems of all time. Okay. So with that being said, you know, I, I got into it from that standpoint. Uh, I started out as a little DJ thinking I was like, I could there be a DJ. And then I realized I was horrible. Yeah. Um, everyone everyone always has one they, they yeah. start out doing something they're really poor at I, I fucked up my mom's belt drive right there techniques. you go um, <laughs> she went crazy on me and I was like alright I can't do this anymore so I, st- I you know I got a pen and a paper and uh, right. you know I started writing poetry and then you know I heard beats and stuff like that and I, you know I just would practice to myself and do it by myself in the room and I, I yeah. was like alright maybe people can hear this and you know and it, so, it just kind of evolved from there so, gotcha so, yeah so you you had a you had a a crew or you know kind of like minded individuals million, growing up. I had or? a million and one crews, brother. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I started with like um, well, black black force was the one. That black force was the one in Miami that that did it for me. Um, Who was in that? That was um, anybody we would know. Uh, or, uh, actually, early? a brother that came to Atlanta. Um, his name was Ace One. He passed away. He worked. Um, I don't know what his job was up here, but he passed away like maybe four or five years ago. Okay. And I found it out after two years after he passed, unfortunately. Oh, really? Rest in peace, brother. But um, nah, it was just some local cats I was with. Okay. I was with GBCs, which was Ganja Baby Click when we were younger. Now we God's blessed children, you know what I mean? But um, okay. there was a couple of cats in that. Nobody that you would know. Just all local cats that they were dope, real dope. But, you know, we had our different views of how shit should go and just we disbanded. Gotcha, gotcha. I always loved to roll solo because I ain't have to ask nobody shit. Right, you know yeah. what I mean. So that's how yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. So, um, so, so, what was kind of the, um, I don't know, what was the tipping point f- for you? Um, I guess to finally get some music together, you know, kind of officially be mm-hmm. out there versus just doing local shit or in your bedroom or what was well, what was that? Well, what happened was there was um back in the days I, I was flirting with getting a deal out of Miami based on the How Can I Be Downs and. Uh, my man Chris Pringle, R.I.P. Um, uh, and I an, an R for Mercury at the time named Kenyatta Bell back in the '90s. Uh, he was hollering at me, and uh, you know the confidence of people. I, I was in a group called Black Forest, but out of the group, okay. I was the one that kind of stood out. I would do crazy antics. It wasn't cause, it wasn't because of the rhymes. I was okay. fat, and I would take off my shirt and do. Uh, jumping jacks and push-ups on the stage, <laughs> and, it, and I could rhyme a little bit. I could rhyme a little bit. So, no at, that, so at that point, it got me. You know, the fat boy in the crew. So yeah. that was willing to do anything. So basically, okay. so you know, bone crush a bit your whole shit. My whole shit, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to Bone Crush. Shout that, out to Bone. That dude right there. He gonna go in the trunks. So I ain't saying shit. Exactly, exactly. But uh, nah, man. Like you know, at the end of the day, it was more or less. Um, people started like coming at me about, you know, Hey, like you're pretty dope. Like, yo, you should stop the comical shit and like rhyme. Mm. So I was always been like a little character. So I said, all right, let me start rhyming a little bit more and trying to take it seriously. And it was really people like Spinner and other producers that I met at the time that made, gave me the confidence to go out there. And then I had, you know, classic back then really like, yo, yo brother, you should try to, you know, do more. And then, you know, that's, it came from there. Okay. Gotcha. What did you see in him, classic? Like, what was it? His um, his wordplay, okay. metaphors, okay. and he has he has this this flow of him because he he you know incorporates the patois, mm-hmm. the Jamaican uh-huh. style, and mm-hmm. and his harmonies. He's very clever. 
very, very unique with the with the harmonies, man. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I'll give you five dollars later, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. So, somebody's got somebody's got a late night late night dinner or something. Right. right after we this, going, right? Oh, yeah. straight <laughs> to the Marietta Diner, ladies oh, and gentlemen. You can do it. You can do it. I don't know. Down. I might roll, man. I don't know. This sounds kind of good right kinda now. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your first, um, what, what was your first official, I guess, appearance or release? What, what was that? That's technically, a good question. it was uh, "Stick Move Strike Back" with uh, Beyond Real Experience One. It was okay. a compilation yep. that spin came yep. out. That's the first record people heard me on. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so after that, that's when you started doing more. Yeah. After with- that, I did a record called My Biz with with Spinner. Um, mm-hmm. And um, Miami, I think, was on the. Not, Miami was the next record. And we just did like a series of 12 inches um, on vinyl that, you know, back then they did well. So I had the ability to keep coming oh, yeah. back. You know, I just, it was a mo- momentum was really building. Uh, but I never released an album on Beyond Real. Oh, Unfortunately, okay. we never, well, there, there weren't very many albums, period, on Beyond Real, well, right? Infectious, they put out their own album, which was dope. I think that came out on BBE, but no, nah, Beyond Real itself, no, nah, not many LPs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside Great of the Beyond 12 Real inches, experience, like, yeah. yeah, the Scam 12 inch was dope. Uh, yeah, 365. Yeah, yeah classic. God, what it's a, a classic. great record, man. It's a classic, classic. Yeah, Basement yeah. Chemist. Yeah. Um, IG Off and Hazardous, RIP IG Off. Um, yeah, they, they had, I mean, they had a good, uh, crew of cats, a kill. I mean, they had really, yeah, really yeah. good MCs. And the good thing about us that I really thought, uh, was, was the fact that the production was being done by Spinner and Jock Max. Yeah. It kept it authentic. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so ABB was after that? Uh, yeah, ABB was after that. I put out a record okay. called Nikki, my man from the UK, Lewis Parker. Yeah, uh, he produced that the lead track. Ilmine was on that single as well as Spinner. So I had the oh, three. Really? And I okay. mean, from that, to be honest with you, that single right there gave me, uh, gave people like more notice of me. They're like, yo, you know, he's not just messing just with Spinner. He has other people that are interested as well. Right, right. kind of opened me up to the game a little bit more. Yeah, right. Lewis Parker, in my opinion, at least in the U.S., massively slept on that. That, that oh, without cat question, is yeah, nice. he's, he's a beast. Without question, and the good thing nice. about the thing about that brother right there is that. He is man humble. And he's mm-hmm. so humble to the fact that, you know, he 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 doesn't get his just due from anywhere, but he knows that he's classical and he knows how to pick samples. Until till Joey, you know, Joey Badass grabbed one of his beats. Yeah, Joey yeah, Badass took one of them. Didn't give him oh, credit, really? so yeah. that was a little dust up. Oh, well, which what? one was that on? What, what was I that? don't even remember. I'm not oh, okay. familiar with any Joey Badass records. Okay. It was uh I think it was Illuminati or Waves. I'm not I'm not it's oh, one of those really joints. It's one of those, but I remember. But you yeah, listen to it. the sample? Yeah, he, the whole shit. Yo, he whole took shit. his track. He, he took his track, track off online. And he spit on it. And he spit on it. But, oh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think they worked it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they, they did. Okay. Yeah. Eventually. I had was, to get on somebody last year about that shit. I can't remember who that was, man. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give him credit at the yeah. time. Yeah. I think that was He just grabbed his beat and, you know, he spit on it. I mean, Joey did a bad, he did a badass job on it. No, he was It was Kev. Somebody shook. Took one of Kev Brown beats and I had to shout out Kev Brown. Oh, I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to do a subliminal shot. Oh, it was smooth. It was smooth. Oh, okay, that's what it, it was. was. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on, ladies. And I don't really like that shit. That shit. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's hard shit. enough. It's hard enough as it is. You know what I mean? Word. Come on. At give least it. give the producers they just do. Give it up. Exactly. You know? Give it up. Yo, I ain't gonna lie to you. In this whole music thing, my best friends are producers and DJs, not mm-hmm. MCs. 
No, but you know what? There's a yeah. there's a trend on right now with new artists, new kids. That's all they do. They surf online. They find hot beats. Well, it's the it's the, uh, them, you know? it's the entitlement yeah. aspect. It's the it's the entitlement yeah. aspect. Oh, yeah. It's the um, it's the whole music is free right. aspect exactly. of things now. You know, so they don't respect nothing. There's no value to it. Anymore. No value. I got you. Crazy. I agree. Yep. So talk to us about the apartment, uh, Don. As just I don't I don't know. I guess kind of heading into that. Had a few singles before. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the raucous, the raucous record before that was like um, a bit of a disappointment. Um, I think everybody on the raucous 50, they got as much as they could out of it. So God wasn't bless. Willie Evans on what raucous 50 makes? Willie no. Ev was on Willie Ev, that's my homie from um, Jacksonville. Yeah. I think Clan D. I think Clan D was on it. And that's how I first oh, heard of Amdex. Yeah. It was not Yaman. Oh, Clan yeah, D was raucous 50? I didn't yeah. Know yeah, they were. I mean, honestly, when I came to Atlanta, I went, Searching for those guys based yeah. on what yeah. I heard, and um, I got in late. I think I was like rock at seventy five. You're uh, seventy five, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, no, but the apartment. Getting, <laughs> getting back to that, the apartment was. Um, I had done a record like I had met Dilla some years earlier, um, and um, did a record called The Apartment, and right. I always wanted to put that out. But uh, because of the, the labels I was dealing with and the, the issues with his with his estate and mm-hmm. um, the family and everything, I just, I just held on to it. I held that record for like multiple yeah, years, years, like, mm-hmm. right, right, like yeah. six, seven years. Like I just had it right. in the vault, didn't use it. Okay. And um, when I was working out with um, with Spinner on some joints, um, excluding the the, the apartment, um, I sent all of those records, which were like maybe three at the time, and then the apartment with that. And, you know, they really got a buzz. They're like, this is really a Dilla record. Like, holy shit. Wow. Like, right. So they were like, um, did you get permission to use it? And I did. I, okay. You know, Dylan and I had a um, a, a brief but a really good relationship. I was going to you know ask you about that. What was what was that interaction like? I'll be honest with you. The first time I'm, I met him, I'm not, I'm not like the 88 Keys geeked Dilla, but I'm damn near close in yeah. terms of like how I felt about his workmanship and how dope he was like i don't meet producers and like black <gasps> but i met him and i was drunk off my ass at a at a winter music conference i think maybe it was 2001 or 2002 maybe mm. 2000 i'm not even sure it was one of those years it's a mm. blur but um basically i saw him and i screamed from across the street Della! and he's like looking over me like yo what's up man you know he was always cool and cordial with everybody yeah, yeah. and i was like yo i got your space jet huh. record but it was steve spacex yeah, right space, space, but yeah. i kept saying space jet <laughs> yeah, yeah. i like i got your steve space <laughs> yo it's so dope that remixes yo 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 you the man like and i had and i had my first single at the time my biz and i gave it to him and he's like yo spinner's a homie blah 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 and we chopped it up that night um we went to a party with quest love and spinner and um and uh, we smoked the fuck out. I got them fucking hot. Him, Frank, and Dank, and Fat Cat. <laughs> I gave them like an ounce of fucking weed. And I was like, yo, let's go. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, we talked. They sent beats. I picked that beat. I rhymed over it. I sent it to him. Let him hear it. He's like, yo, it's not the way that I would do it, but I love the record. I really think this is a dope record. This shit is dope. Like, yo, we can go with this. Right. So we worked out everything. And then the untimely happened. I lost a little mm. contact with him. A few months later, I heard he was really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, a few months after that, he wasn't with us anymore. And the funny thing about it is when the day that he died, I was in the studio with Tony Galvin up here at mm-hmm. uh, Grand Hustle Studio with T.I. Mm-hmm. So we're in a room. It's me, T.I., uh, Alpha Mega, who's no longer with their crew, and um, um, Mac Boney. 
So we're all in the studio and he died and like, yo, like, uh, it's just, tears came to my eye. We played that record that they never really knew who he was. And it just opened them up. Like the vibe in the room was just, it was just classic Dilla. Like the way you feel when you hear a Dilla right. track. How yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So basically I say all of that to say that it was a catalyst for the apartment. Um, once BB was interested, I was like, all right, we'll put that record on. We'll make that the title track. We'll build a theme around it, which is what we did. And Bam. Right. But you, you actually did a track tribute to him, What Up? Yeah, and then right. I did a record on on the last record, The Big and Tall, was, right. it was called What Up. It, it was a tribute to him as well. Dilla, in terms of just his whole artistry, like has influenced uh, a lot of us. And I don't think, you know, I know he, they do the tributes and shout out to my Dukes and Tony mm. and everybody involved. But, you know, right. Man, love to them. But it's like, I think, you know, Dilla's affected the world in such a way that, you know, he really should be like the number one beat maker, extraordinaire and celebrated in a much bigger way to me. You know, he's yeah. like our Quincy Jones for hip hop. Yeah. That's right. What he is. I, yeah. I think it's coming to that. Seriously. Uh, I hope we'll so. We'll see it. We'll see it one day. I hope so. Yeah. 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 Oh, what was I going to go out of, out of brain fart? Where, where That's was right. Oh, Tony Galvin. Tell us about Tony. I really don't know a Tony much about Tony, to be perfectly honest Tony with you. Galvin. Um, Tony's a, a really sharp individual. He's a great producer. He's an asshole, but he's one of my best friends. <laughs> Yo, Tony, I said it, man. He's a day. He's day Yo, one. He and I got to an argument he's today, but that's one. my that's my brother. That's my brother that's, from another mother. I'm an asshole. Always for the record, for the record, I'm an asshole too. Okay, all but right. let's just keep it real. So we're brothers. Right. We're brothers in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Classics an asshole too. He's just quiet about it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. the bottom line is um, Tony Gavin, who he is, he's a brother from. From Dade, who's produced for Trick. He did Shut Up for Trick. Mm. He did Baddest Bitch for um, for Trina, one of her biggest hits. Uh, he's done records for Silk, um, Tony, Tony, Tone, Common. Uh, who else has he worked? He's worked with everybody. Like T.I., he's big yeah, on T.I. He's, T. Right, yeah. he's he from did, South Florida originally? He's from yeah. South Florida. Okay. He did the PSC album for T.I.'s Oh, yeah? Okay. He did most of that. He just, he's done a lot of stuff. He's just a really... Really dope producer. He worked a lot with Tony Dofat back in the days. Oh, okay. Worked with Diddy a little bit as well. He's done okay. everything. All right. He's just a low-key cat. People don't know his name, but his music, you'll, you'll know his music. Yeah, it resonates. If yeah, he plays it, you'll, you'll be like, oh, yeah. shit, that's you. You know, he's, right. he's okay. one of those guys. Real good guy. He's home team. That's home team right there. Yeah, yeah that's my brother. That's So, yeah. so you guys have just known him just for the longest? This yeah. No. No? I won't. I won't even front. I've known. Well, now it's, it's ten years now, but ten years. Okay. Well, I know. I know. Him. You've known. He him knows. Him. I, know him from way I didn't know him. Gotcha. A lot of people okay. in my city weren't like that. I was dealing with at the time. wasn't trying to have me work with him. Okay. It, you know what I'm saying? Because right. inevitable, you knew it would have been. It would have been some dope shit. But it, it eventually happened. So okay. it's been like the last ten years. He's been my brother for real. Gotcha. Go. Gotcha. And he's up. He's up here. Up here. Now? He's currently up yeah. here. Yeah, okay. he's up here. He okay. bounces back and forth. He's, he's cooking in the lab. He's doing his thing. We're actually working with him in the morning. So we're looking. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Some of that stuff's gonna be on eye level. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. That's up. why I'm here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We might um, need to have him on the show. Y'all do. Yeah. Y'all do. He will tell you a lot of stories. He's a funny guy. <laughs> All right. All right. Funny guy. All right. Um, so. uh, is the newest thing on the table right now from you off the Gensu Dean album? Yeah, I think that's the last thing people may have heard um, okay. throughout the airwaves. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative. I, it's, I was just telling the classic, like a lot of, a lot of people are starting to play that record, okay. or have been over the last two months. So I'm appreciative of that. 
Name of the record is Dreams off uh, Against Sudan's Raw. Right, yes, sir. Yeah, um, we played a few yeah. joints off that. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's it's a homie dope, right there. It's a dope dog. record. Gensu's a good guy. He's uh, a yeah. very, 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 very astute in his craft. He's yeah. definitely a Jedi. He reps that for real. Yeah, we yeah just, there's no uh, doubt. Me and Pac was just watching him on uh, Rhythm Roulette. Yeah, he's on Rhythm oh, Roulette. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he was in New York for something. And, uh, what yeah, did, he got, caught he got up with him. Right. Yeah. yeah, he got around. Yeah, yeah. When's the last we we saw Gensu at... What, A3C a couple years ago? Yeah, he'll, he'll just pop. Random, he's he's, he's yeah. a ninja. He'll just pop he up. <laughs> yeah, You're like, Gensu? Roll up yeah. on What now. you doing at this taco stand at 3 in the morning? You know what I'm saying? He's going to be at the Marietta Diner later on, right? Yeah, you'd be, like, you be like, nigga, what you doing in the cook line, bro? You know what I mean? Gensu's one of those brothers. Yep. There you go. Absolutely. He's a Jedi. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yep. So, so what are you hoping to accomplish with this, uh, with, with the new, new music? Man, like, what's the... Um, more listenership, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to like, I mean, the thing about it is yeah, at this stage of the game, I ain't trying to get signed. I ain't trying to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Kanye or whoever, you know what I'm saying? God bless all those people. But me, personally, I just do music because I like it at this point. You know, yeah. it's a hobby for me. I'm not doing bad. Like, I see all, you know, we all working. We all yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not doing bad, classic. We, you know, we're feeding our families. We're taking care Absolutely. of them. This is our right. hobby. Yeah. This is what we love. This is our passion. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. We put our music and hope people enjoy it as much as we do. Absolutely. You know, what the thing is with him, with the I Love album, he's actually uh, compiling songs that are jewels, straight up jewels. You know, every song you're going to listen to is going to, you know, affect something in your life or it's going to teach you something. So that's what I like about it. You know, because he sat down with me. He's like, yo, man, I got this concept, I level. You know, it has to do with self, getting to a certain level, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as being a better person, man, husband, you know, father, all that. So when he when he brought that to the table, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get down with you on this one, man." Right. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I saw something somewhere on, on one of your social media accounts uh, that said um, you spent the last six to eight months getting all your f affairs in order: faith, family, and finances. Yeah. So is is that is that kind of what you mean, classic? Yeah, like definitely. is that okay? It's definitely because you know how it is. You you first got to take care of your home home base before right. you do you know first franchise. Before, before, before you can heal yeah, the nation, form, before right. you can heal the nation, you have to heal yourself. There you go. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So definitely. yeah, for the last six to eight months, you know what I'm saying? Like basically, I definitely I started to do the record like maybe in uh, April of last year, and I just like stopped and said, you know what, this is not working right now. Mm-hmm. Let me just take care of home. You know, the wife was like on me. You know, my kids was like right. on me, daddy, mm-hmm. daddy. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me readjust and refocus, and, and I came back, and now I'm ready to do the record. Yeah, yeah, it's a hell Word. of a balance in that. It is. it is. Yeah, it is. It is. I think you know, um, the, the great thing about being a man is that you have choices. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if you pick the right choice, you can make that balance as delicate as it is. You know, it's just it's about taking care of home first, realizing what's most important. This music stuff, if no one ever heard a record from me again, they can go back and hear what I've done and. Get an idea of who I am. No question. Well, my parent, my my family will never have the ability to you know to look ourselves look at ourselves and and uh, not motivate and be comfortable. Uh, I can't look at myself in the mirror and be all right with if the fact that home's not taken care of and right. the wife's not happy and the kids right. aren't aren't growing well. So mm. you know you have to make that adjustment and, and look within the eye. You know what I'm saying? Some say it's the third eye. To me, it's your chi. 
Mm. You know, if you if you grab a hold of your chi, it grabs a hold of everything else. So that's what I had to do. That's why this record is called that. Dope. Gotcha. Word. So production from can you speak on that? Are you still Yeah, I mean I'm still compi- up, I'm or? still compiling it, but I got um I got um right now I have Tony Galvin on the album. I have uh Illustrate. Yes, sir. He did the um the uh, the intro track. Um my man Draz is on there. Um, it was jo- latest, latest instrumental project is ridiculous. Crazy. It? Actually, I'm Oof. I'm not gonna front. You know, you guys will realize it if you if you pick up both both projects. I took one of the records off of that instrumental. Oh, did project. you? Okay, All yeah. Right. I like called him. Yeah. Was like, "Yo, son, I'll we'll drink some beers when I get in Atlanta." I really, <laughs> like, I really like this song, and you know, it worked out. He was cool. He was gracious enough. To oh, well, you know what? I've always told I've, uh, Meeks and I have this conversation regularly, and this is um. That this is no slight whatsoever, right? But I always feel like I always end up hearing illa beats that don't get picked, but they should. Like, right. like there are a lot of hard ass joints on that right. that instrumental project, right. and like, where are the MCs? R- where are the joints? Like, because yeah. he has them, he... but like, I, I just, I just feel like I never hear like Look. those like. It's just big record. Let me put it, yeah, but let me put it into perspective. Yeah. Illa is a very humble cat. Mm-hmm. And though he may know the formula and, and how how these records should sound, he's not the kind of guy. He's so humble that he's not going yeah, to force yeah. it on anybody. Yeah. He's cool in his own lane. And that's the thing that I, let me tell you something. In all of Atlanta, my best friend up here is Illustrate. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know Illustrate before working on the apartment. I came to Atlanta, and that man get, showed me so much hospitality. I ended up staying at that man's home for like oh, three word. months. Between really? him and Tony Galvin, I was staying at the Really? Crib. Okay. Like, this man gave me a key to his house. If anybody's listening right now, you should support this man, Illustrate, in Atlanta. I don't want to get yeah, on my no soapbox. Nah. but he's, nah, do it. He's Absolutely. that dope of an individual. And he's that dope of a creative force. That's like really, class. to me, he's the dopest producer. I I know there's a lot of producers. I like all of them down uh, down here. I do, I really do. But to me, Illustrate is the most authentic brother that I've met down here. Without mm. question, there's no shame in his game. He's just Heard a up. human being. That's right. But getting back to the album, shout out to Illustrate. But getting back no to doubt. the album, Georgia Ann Muldrow's on the album. Oh, word! All right. um, nice. In, produ- in terms of production, she did yeah, yeah, on yeah. there. Okay. And Spinner. Uh, right now I'm talking with with Jazzy Jeff and a couple other people. So okay, it's not about being star studded. I rather have a lot of, yeah. and I do have a lot of producers that nobody's heard of. That's on this record. That's killing the cats that everybody's expecting me to go and get, okay. mm-hmm. or or would like to see me work with. So I'm cool right now. Like I explained to you know Classic, it's not about who you feature. Or who you get the dope. I did that on the apartment. Yeah, we had a long discussion about that today. Right. If you listen to the apartment, I went and got the who's who. It's a who I thought. I didn't know Exile before the album. You know what I'm saying? I love Exile. I went and got him. S1, Mm -hmm. we were real cool with each other, but I went and got him. Mm -hmm. I went and got, um, who else do I have on the album? M Phases. Mm -hmm. You know, Illmind, who I have a relationship with. Or everybody, I ended up having a relationship afterwards, but everyone, you know, not everyone I knew before that. Even Jazzy Jeff. I didn't know Jazzy Jeff before that album. I reached out to him for cuts, and we ended up doing that two records. Man, how did you uh, How did you pull Slick Rick on that joint, man? Wow, and y'all that's, ended that's, up y'all yeah. ended up rocking a uh, rocking a couple of stages together too, right? Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, um, Brooklyn Bowl, right? Yeah, Brooklyn okay. Bowl, a couple other mm-hmm. spots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rick and I, um, 
met through a mutual friend um, that was <laughs> friends with his road manager at the time. Uh, he was looking at, for a spot to record out of. The guy met me, Ireland Plates. I played him some of my stuff. He took it to Rick. Rick was like, yo, I want to meet him. Came down to Miami. We hooked up. The rest is kind of history. Like, you know, we've spent a lot of time between New York and Miami with each other. We've hung out. I've been to his crib. He's been to mine. You know, we broke bread with each other. He's a good guy, yeah, man. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't realize that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, these legends, we look at them and we're in awe of them. They're people, too. Sure. And this brother, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just a good brother. And, you know, he's taking me under his wing. He really appreciates my music. His whole family has is, is ushered me in. Um, his wife, Mandy's phenomenal. Good people. Chaos is DJ. I'm good with everybody. Like, you know, he's that's really my big brother. Like, if there's anybody I can say in this whole thing, Outside of Spinner, I think Spinner's, I, I would say, is my the big mm-hmm. brother as well, you know. But it's definitely, like, Rick. Rick has taught me a lot about being humble. Because at first I was arrogant. But the true story I will tell is I think this is fun for the for fans and, you know, family to know out there. First time I got to the studio with him was in Miami Dade um, um, Studios called M Studios. So uh, we do um, the Who You record. Mm-hmm. And we did it on another beat for another producer. Um, so... We get in there, we're writing our verses, and this man, like, you know, writes down scribble. Like, I couldn't read his writing. He goes and he spits his thing. Now it's time for me to come around, and I'm like the big, bad rapper out of Miami. I could do my thing. I could rhyme with anybody. Yo, I froze up. <laughs> I froze. This, he's my childhood hero. Yeah, no yo, doubt. Like, he's Absolutely. my, chi- he's my, like, yo, yeah. he, to me, he's in my top five all time. He, he's still yeah. in my top five. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like looking at this man like through the right. glass. Like I'm looking at him like <gasps> all yeah. the air just came out of the room for me. You know what I'm saying? So that's a that's a that's a fun fact. Story. It's right. so funny how that I didn't hits. write I didn't write the rhyme for three weeks for three months. Excuse me. It took me three months to write my verses for that song. Right. Because I was so shook by that man right there. It's funny how yeah. things like that happen and kind of grab you out of nowhere. You don't expect it. Exactly. Man. Like you frozen up. A great record, man. Thank wow, you. Wow, great Hell record. Yeah. Actually, the funny thought part about that is um, the producer tried to strong arm me over the joint. We um, so we didn't. Use, I wasn't going to use it. That's why I came out on this oh. last album. Mm. So we got we got the acapellas, um, and Tony remixed it, and we redid the. We oh, just that was a remix. It. That's a remix. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. Okay. And he killed it. You would have never known. I would well, have never known never, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a joint, right? It is a joint. It's a great joint. Well, you should check yeah. the joint that I did with him on the apartment as well. Yeah. Okay. Family Jewels. That's a Word. dope record as well. We did. Word. We released two records together. Dope. All right. Right. Beautiful. What else up. you got, Meeks? I'm good, man. This is uh, this has been an eye opener. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Like um, like John was saying, we 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 played the joints. We're familiar with the joints. So it's it. a pleasure to sit here with you, man. Yeah, you, absolutely. Man. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, there are very few uh, outlets where I'm from, so this is extremely appreciated. Yeah, definitely, man. Thank you man. very much. Yeah. Word. Thank Matter of fact, I got a shameless plug. Oh, oh yeah. Check right. out my, definitely got to do that. I got a mixtape. It's called The Black Market Exchange. Word. I okay. got my brother Rex from Boston. He's hosting it. Oh, yeah. ST Squad. Dope. Yeah, I looked that up. It's on Mixcloud, you know? Okay. Shout Word. out to my brother Olu. With the artwork and everything, the gear. Like I said, Black Market Exchange. I got to check it out. You'll you'll appreciate it. It's a mixture of new and old. Yo, you just got a message. Dopest clothing line in Miami. Oh, really? Blackmarketexchange.com. Okay. 
All right, and exchange beautiful. is just the X. It's not yeah. EX. Just oh, check it out. Gotcha. Exchange. We it's just rocked uh, rocked the stage with Rex back in yeah, December. Yeah, we had a show with Rex yeah. here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. my brother, man. Yeah. Rex is the Rex. homie. Rex yep. to him, and, you know, big up to him in terminology. And no doubt. Oh, yeah. up there Static too, yeah, man. No Static doubt. as well. Word. Yeah, Rex has some South Florida ties, too. Yes, he does. Yeah, he's, he's down there family for a little while. Yeah, he does. His, yeah. Kids, his kids and, you know, his peoples are down there. Yeah. What was his, who was the producer he did a couple records with? Hazardous Sounds. Yeah, Mnemonics yeah. also. Yeah, there you go. Mnemonics, there, that's what I was thinking about. Mnemonics, those are both the homies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 okay. Oh. Word. Mm-hmm. Well, thank y'all. We really thank appreciate nah, it, you, man. Brothers. This worked yeah. out. Yeah. Word. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, socials, uh, you know, places to go buy some shit, all, all right. that stuff. You, you, you kind of opened up. You can hit me up, DJ Classic, spelled with a K, beginning and end, K-L-A-S-S-I-K. Okay. Facebook, just type it up. It'll show up. Uh, Google right. me. It'll come word. up. <laughs> yeah, word for me for uh, the Instagram is Dynas, D-Y-N-A-S-305. And, you know, just Dynas MC on Facebook. Twitter, it's at Dynas, D-Y-N-A-S. Okay. Just check me out. You know what All I'm right. saying? Okay. New music on the way. We doing what oh, we yeah. do. This year, 2017? Word. I mean, like, out? I'm told I got to turn in by March 1st, but that's oh. not going to happen, so. Turn in by be, March 1st? Yeah, yeah you got a few. Happening, so. Somewhere close. Uh, <laughs> good enough yeah, for like us. April 1st. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably <laughs> So this, this is a new label, or what? what's the, what, we didn't really get into that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine, that's fine. Um, nah, it's, it's called AVX. It's um, it's a label that's run by um, Tony Galvin, um, my man Foz from um, Avenue of the Giants, and Vinnie Kumar. Okay. Uh, who's also, you know, my part of my legal team as well. So, okay. Um, yeah, man. Like, you know, it's just them and and for my projects, we partner up on it. So, Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, so we work and we just we putting in the work and we hopefully will uh, see some things um, come about. And when you say Beautiful. partner up, you're talking about your label. Exactly. Uh, okay. I'm bad. Bad grammar is my label. Okay. Um, so, you know, I basically work through my label. I'm not signed as an artist to anybody. Gotcha. Uh, so that's how we did it. So, yeah. So, you know, it was just a partnership. Beautiful. 50, 50, you know, we've seen what we can come out with. All right. All right. All right. Thank y'all. We appreciate it. Go get something to eat, Looking forward to some new music. Yo, I can't wait to go back to Miami. It's cold as a mother. <laughs> For real, boy. It'll be, it'll be 80 tomorrow. Watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't blink. It'll, you'll be in shorts. I'll try not to. I'll try not to. We ain't bring no shorts. Yeah, all, right. all right. Respect to y'all, man. Yes, sir. Peace, Thank, peace. Y'all. Thank y'all. All right, Meeks. Yeah, man. Another one for the books. We got it. Southern Vanguard. Yes, sir. Documented. Southern Vanguard Radio. Twice a week, Meeks. Twice a week, though. Smithsonian grade Smithsonian grade yeah all days at Southern Vanguard on iTunes podcast Mixcloud Stitcher Radio SoundCloud SouthernVanguard.com we are the Southern Vanguard let's go yes sir